and this is the Nobody Talks Shaduchim Podcast. Your host, IJ, here with my other two wonderful, amazing, corona-free brother and sister in, uh, Misty and Avery. Um, We're going to be talking about a really fun topic called taking a break. I mean, taking a break. Everyone's been there, especially now, outside circumstances, other circumstances, uh, taking a break is huge, right, Avery? You got that from the Kit Kat bar? No, it's important. Give it's me important. a break, right, Misty? Oh, I you gotta remember, play that yes. song. Yeah. That was a good time. I, I miss that Kit Kat. Why don't they have that Kit Kat commercial anymore? Like, give me a break. Yeah. They don't sing it. I'll tell you why, because it's probably trademarked full, or something. Full of sugar and oh my god, oh, yeah, yeah. It's not the uh, today's in so. today's day and age. If it's not from Trader Joe's, they don't touch it. Oh, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Misty, how'd you like that intro? The best. Not. Thank you. It is. I know. I know you're all jealous of me. But anyway, so we're talking about taking a break today. Lots to get to on that. We actually have a few uh, therapists and like social workers and mental health people calling in. Mm -hmm. So um, you'll hear their opinions on that. We have Ellie Weinstein calling in. We have Rachel Schindler calling in. And then we have Serena, who's who's a local single... Um, who's going to call in as well. So I wanted to let you know that we are, we got lots to talk about. We got, should you take a break? Benefits of taking a break. How long should the break be? Are there wrong reasons for taking a break? Like, you know, now we're in quarantine. Like there mm. might really mm. be a valid reason to take a break. My, my thing is, is that like, there's so many people uh, listening to our podcast out there and I'm sure it's absolutely come through their thought process. Hmm, why is my older sister taking a break? I'll just, she's giving up. I think that's the mindset that really irks us. It's like, well, they're giving up. They're done with. It really is totally, totally the outside circumstances that really hit you in this given, in this given area of taking a break. Like a very big part of Shaduchim. You know, how long should it be? Like, especially right now with the quarantine situation. There is a lot of stuff going through my mind personally, and I know yours, of like, you know, break or no break. Yeah, our audience could really help us with that, with uh, telling us when you take breaks, like what are you thinking about? What What is it? What What is the reason for taking a break? Is it because you just had a bad relationship? Is that a mm-hmm. good reason to even take a break? Or should you right. just get back right into it? You know, a lot of people in the firmer community will say, They've never even heard of a break. It's That's not. It's, it's something <laughs> yeah. that you can't do. You take a break. It's like what? going off the derrick. So <laughs> it's like going way. off the derrick. Yes, in Everybody a way, needs a break. Right. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's it's something that a lot of people uh, are. It's tab. It's a taboo subject. And you but know, why though? It shouldn't be. Why are people not embarrassed? But yeah. like Feel bad. Like oh my gosh. Like well, I think it just know. it shows your insecurity. I mean, like why to why say means- that I can't date right now because I'm taking the LSAT or I can't date right now because but you know that's I, amazing. I, that's, I, I, of course, it's amazing. You're but, being so real with yourself. Oh, like, why yeah. do you need to be embarrassed about that? So for the real people like me, you, IJ, you know, like the real people out there who yeah. understand what right. humans are, they're gonna say. Yeah, there's oh, take a break, take right. your time, get yourself together. And don't feel bad about it. That's like don't feel thing. bad, right. exactly. For non-humans, you mm-hmm. know, or as we like to call them, shop Oh, I just said that. No, <laughs> oh no. But like, uh, for some out. people, no, don't bleep that out. For some people who are just like heartless and don't understand and have no compassion. Look, I'm a very compassionate person. Sometimes when it comes sometimes. to this, 
when it comes to taking a break, this is one of the things where I say, yeah, do it. Get yourself mentally ready and healthy. Yes, You know, some people have, young girls are starting to date at 19, 20, right off the boat. Mm -hmm. They're not ready to date. They're not ready to handle rejection. You know, uh, IJ and I have been through 20 years of rejection. Now we know. Now we know. And and we still need to take (laughs) our breaks, you know? I don't think you ever get used to rejection. I think maybe you get... But like you can get better at handling it, but I don't think you ever like used to it. Like it hurts anytime, you know, it hurts, but that's what makes you grow and makes you get closer to the right person. The next one. Don't hang out with your negative family member. You know, I like that Avery. It's like, don't just say you're taking your break. Um, Yeah. Sit and do nothing and get depressed that you're not dating. Like do something that you're actually going to be able to make your Mm -hmm. mind forget about the time. It is not going to be easy to take a break. So true. It's not going to be fun. It's going to be the toughest thing. You're going to be squeezed. You're going to have every yenta on Main Street to Wall Street, and you're going to have to overcome that. You're going to have to overcome that scenario. So, you know, whatever you need to do, like if you have to play that through your mind or you Mm -hmm. don't have to, you know, whatever you need to figure out because just remember that you need to protect yourself. So even saying like, don't even, you know, like I don't even tell people that you're going, you're on a break. Just say you're busy. Tell them, you know, don't, it's none of their business. I don't, I think people get too, what, what significance, you don't owe them anything. Yeah, that's true. Why would you like, you're giving them something by saying you're on a break. Just say, thank you. I'm busy right now. That's why it shouldn't just be Corona. Like I'm saying, yeah, now it's a good time. But even before Corona and after, like you should always you should always feel comfortable mm-hmm. to do what's right for you. Yeah. And Misty, what do you think about reviewing someone's uh, resume? During, yeah, I feel like... During that. Like, if it's during a break, you know, do you hurt, feel comfortable like, with it? To a certain extent. But I also feel like the reason why you're taking a break. If it's something, like, really serious, I don't think you should even, like, look into that whole dating exactly, world. Yeah. But if it's something more chilled, like... I just want to take a break because I want to, you know, then it doesn't hurt to look at other resumes or. That's a good point. I had a few resumes like on, on storage, you know, like in my files back. Uh, I was like cleaning after, after during this whole Corona thing. And I'm like, right. just looking at them like, I don't see dating right now as a thing. I just can't yeah. put my mind to it, you know. And even reaching out to Shotgun, I'm like, is it even right to, to reach out to Shotgun during this I time wouldn't. period? I wouldn't, but like. If they reach out to you, but you know they're, they're like, free, like you know they're all at home with their <laughs> no. But I'm sure kids. people still hit them up and be like, "Well, I mean, they're probably just at home cooking." You have like, to make sure you have the right acumen. Yeah, that's important. Make sure you had a good state of mind to judge. Uh, it <laughs> depends who. I like during at this point in life, like okay, I'm gonna go with the older Shadkhanim. And they just hard. They build me another month. <laughs> they no, they but, have built us another month. Like like we, you know, <laughs> even our landlord, twenty thousand dollar rent. Don't worry about that, guys. Corona. The Shadchan send a check oh my 12 a.m. day of. They need to get paid. She send the invoice. But we have, we, we have. It's, it's so waiting. That's, well, that's, that's the pitch. I, I that's the pitch, that's the pitch I get. Standing all there with their pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Mm-hmm. They want it. I never heard that before. Wow. That's, that's great. A new, it's a I think it's, it's really tough for people who have extreme fervor who uh, in dating, they just have such passion for it because it kind of takes over your life. Um, I think that person would be ideal to take a break. If this is like a, if your life is obsessing over dating and we know guys like that, I'm sure Misty. so not healthy. You know girls like that? Yeah, yeah. My gosh, it's not healthy. Take a break. Please take a break. Um, Avery, have you ever went into a break from a cold streak? Because I'm sure you have a cold streak. Never been on a cold streak. Never been. Never (laughs) never did it. Never, Never happened. 
Yeah, then never happened. Then how are you doing the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Misty, mm-hmm. cold streak? Never. Joking. I've had a cold yeah, streak. We've all had it, I'm please. not I'm not I'm not please. embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed of telling you like I what do you I consider on, what do you consider a cold streak? I'm very curious. I would here. say like, it's it's the number of resumes you usually get divided by <laughs> 2 Minus seven, some some kind of calculation, well, I've got, well, I've <laughs> something like power. that. Well, truthfully, Corona has limited the amount. I was getting a lot of resumes before Corona. Now there's just a slow, slow. Everything. Just, so everything now, do wait, so do slowly. you understand what a girl like goes through right now? Oh, um, I, not physically. But, well, it's yeah. fact. I'm not. I'm not. You know, trying to be abrasive with that comment. No, in, in that not. sense, yeah. No, it gives you a little bit of an insight of like, whoa, you can't. But it's out of your control. It's not something you could even deal with, you know. So yeah. I think it's a it's a good lesson to teach us that, yeah, yeah. You, when it's good, okay, you get a lot of resumes, but you still can't control it. When it's bad, you also can't control so it. Nothing's in your control, pretty much. No, no. True. No. Great lesson, Misty. <laughs> like let like Misty. Do you think uh, being in a long Re- a, a, a long relationship, a long-term relationship, would be apropos for someone to go into a break right after that, or is it better for them to continue um, dating? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Jumping into the pool. Uh, Jump in. I don't. Know, I also. I feel like it depends how it ended. If it ends like really bad. Oh, so give us two. Give us both circumstances. If it ends bad. I feel like take a break because then you're gonna be constantly think about that person and like mm-hmm. comparing them like oh they weren't like this so like compare it's not fair to like who you're dating it's not fair to yourself i definitely think like take a break if it's if it didn't end badly like i don't know like you can jump in if you want in but uh, when we do when we're gonna do our episode called going after all the shakhanam who wronged us can we do that yes you sprintenstein and you uh, how do you get from back? me from Instein. Adel Edelstein. Oh my gosh. Adel Edelberg. Well, and I, then we'll, we'll pair that episode with the going after our exes. <laughs> That's going to be. Ooh. What, do you, what, what has happened to you two like when you're on that break and you go to a wedding and you're at your friend's wedding and then some SOB. It just doesn't even have to be like a shadchan. It's just like your cousin, sister's friend's brother's wife approaches you. And you're like, oh my God, you're beautiful. Yes. Misty, you're gorgeous. Thank you. I have seven <laughs> boys for you right now. But you're in, but you're, she'll get to you. You're, you're no. not, I'm telling you right now, you're not strong enough. I'm not strong enough. I don't think any, I don't think any single is strong. You're enough. me now. Whoa. No, I'm, pre- I'm presenting like a real situation okay, that she has, has happened guys. and can happen and always happens. Mm-hmm. Wait, she has seven no guys. No one is walk. strong enough for that. That's not true. What could you do? Walk away. How would you hit? You just walk away. Say something like, <laughs> "Oh, someone's calling me," or be like, "Oh, who?" Pretend like you care, mm, and then walk bad. away. Mm. Oh, that's good. I like that psychology of it. Okay, take what I said back. See, that's it. That's it. <laughs> and this was a great episode. This was. Speaking of taking a break, let's take a break from this episode. Yes. yes let's get to our our callers. <laughs> um, we are going to introduce two callers coming in, and you'll know who they are. When we return. Yeah, and that was some really good points everyone's made. Um, so I wanted to, uh, let's, oh, oh Misty, our, our next caller is on. Okay, hey, yes. lead, lead it off. Tell them about Dr. Schindler. We're super excited to have Dr. Schindler on. Dr. Schindler is a clean psychologist, noted lecturer, author, 
certified nutrition counselor, certified personal trainer, and group fitness instructor. You literally do everything. Like, I'm amazed. <laughs> We're so excited to have you on. No, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, we, today's topic is all about taking a break. We want to hear your perspective on it. Like, should you take a break, especially now during like the coronavirus? And then in general as well. Yeah. So when, uh, you know, Ms. told me about this taking a break um, topic, the first thing I said to myself is, hmm, I don't know if taking a break is the right idea, but I think taking right. a break from traditional dating is really the right way to go. Yeah. I mean, let's face it, okay. you know, we didn't like dating before this pandemic, right? Facts. So. <laughs> Not all of us. None no, yeah, no. <laughs> so, so I said, you know, why don't we use this as an opportunity? As much as we look at this as like, oh my god, I can't see anything or see anyone or go anywhere or yeah. do anything. Why don't we just take it and look at it from a different perspective? Um, I like know, that. Key, yeah, you know what? And it's a great opportunity to do so because you don't have to worry about a lot of things that you worried about before. Where mm. are you going to go? What are you going to do? Exactly. We were saying that before. Gonna, yeah, exactly. So what I was thinking is to give some pointers about using this time wisely because really the key to success in marriage um, are looking in at the inside of the person. And I kind of broke it down and kind of also will give you some steps as to how to achieve that. But mm-hmm. you have this opportunity to explore the person and see, is this going to work for you, let's say, beyond the initial first date? And it's kind of like shortening a big paper. You know, it's easy to to write a huge paper when it's, you know, 10,000 words and write whatever you want. It's much harder to write a thousand word paper and get in everything that you want. Right. So, So you're saying, yeah, you're saying now it's easier because... It's right. more simpler. It's easier. You don't have, it's much more simpler. So I'm going to get into what we need mm-hmm. to know about the keys to marriage. My first one was simplicity. Yeah. Like in marriage, simplicity isn't simplistic. Getting back to basics sometimes is usually more difficult mm-hmm. than, you know, anything else. And when you're living with someone, you got to get back to basics. It's not all the fluff and an hour to prepare and three hours to curl your hair and your mm-hmm. makeup and your lashes and all this kind of stuff. You're getting back to basics. <laughs> you know, you're waking up. This is what she looks like in the morning. This is what he looks like, you know, whatever the case may be. RJ just made a scared face. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. But, it's, it is scary. <laughs> right. You know, you don't have a three-course dinner, and, you know, you don't have seven hours to go out on a date. You know, the kids are crying. You have 30 seconds. You didn't cook dinner. You're, you're, you're ordering takeout. Like, right. <laughs> life comes very, very different when you're not dating. And now it's the key to explore um you know, the simplicity when you're not worried about how much does he make, you're not focusing on how they dress he has no or, job. you know, what this is their grandmother's <laughs> serve on. on We're only focused on whether they're COVID-19 positive or negative. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But no, so that's it's, so it's true. A good time. It's a good time to, to focus on this and on the simplistic, um, more simplistic. Yeah. I like that idea. There's there's no fluff. There's no like, right. There's no fluff. Can you, can you live with this person? Do you like this person? You don't have to worry about Mm, it. You know, are other shoes designer, you know, or whatever. Right. All this stuff falls away. We don't have to make a 7,000 person wedding. And yeah, it's so true. Mm. Uh, You're like all these things that like break engagements. All the parents don't agree to this band. I know. It used to happen. We don't have to worry about it anymore i think that's yeah i like that i like that mindset and we actually discussed it before i think last episode we mentioned like let's not go back 
to where we were. Like, let's just make oh a new Oh, my God. My God. You are, let's, you are a great idea. You're introing me to my second thing about <laughs> you. the success. You're great. My, my, my pleasure. Now, that, the other thing that we need in marriage and, you know, from my clinical experience, I know this, flexibility. Right. We need flexibility. Yeah. You can't mm. be rigid and say, this is it. It's this way. You, are that. you can't work like that. It doesn't work in marriage, not for dinner, not for raising the kids, not for anything. There has to be flexibility <laughs> of mind and flexibility in life. You know what? The pizza burnt. Now what? You're going to start blaming somebody or you're going to go get another one? Go you know, get like, another what one. What are you going to do? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Are you going to get another one or are you going to, you know, like, what are you going to do now? Why? We're in the situation with COVID. Right. We didn't know this was going to happen. And we're all sitting here looking at each other. Now what? You've got to move on. You've got to have that. Well, so I would, I like that point, Dr. Shinla. I would, I would, I would um, relate it. I would, I would relate it to like a more practical circumstance that us as singles are doing. And, and let me know if obviously I'm pushing too hard, but so I like that flexibility point. Let's say, you know, Avery, me, we're dating a girl and and like all of a sudden, like a certain topic comes up, you know, mm-hmm. that's very serious. I don't know. What can we think of something that comes Weddings. up? Uh, the so wedding. Yeah. Up what type of wedding? Let's say, want. yeah, like whatever. Let's yes. say exactly. That. Like what type mm-hmm. of wedding? Like how do people actually be flexible like in that circumstance? And also um, like what, what are some things we can do to like, you know, work out the flexibility, you know, kind of like get better at it. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause that's a, that's okay. a big thing. Cause like really we know a lot example, of people, you know? Yeah. For example, like they want to question, they still want to make a, <laughs> like a over 50 to hundred person wedding, even during this time. And you're right. comfortable just doing a 10 person quick, you backyard. know, backyard being safe. You know, that's some sort of situation that could yeah push you guys well, apart. You know, what, you know what I like to do? There's always a reason behind the reason. You know what I'm trying mm, to say? Mm, like, yeah. that's why true. do you want a 50 person wedding versus a 10 person wedding? Sometimes it's not about that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not about, oh, well, I want to show up to my friends or sometimes it's like, you know, I'll be embarrassed if I don't or um, I can't afford more or I really want people there. I need to have these people. Once you kind of realize what the other person really needs, I think it's so much easier to figure out a way to compromise and to be more flexible about it. Because if you're like, like yeah, I don't care if it's 10 persons and she's like, oh, I need 50. Why do you need 50? Well, they're really my close friends. They've been with me forever and we really need to arrange this. You'll be like, all right, like. So ask why, right, the right. right, and then you'll start going, again, using that flexibility. Okay, so how do we accomplish this? How do we make this happen? Because it's clearly important to her. And that's what we need to do now. I mean, I don't want to get all cabalistic, but now we're in this, you know, <laughs> this this week of, of, you know, trying to be more compassionate. And what does that mean? You, you know, you're going outside yourself and you're looking at, is this a valid reason? Even if it's not, you know, you know, sometimes people think that everything that they're saying is a valid reason and they need validation, but sometimes their reasons are invalid. And I think the first step is to decide, oh, you really do have a valid reason. Let's try to make that happen. If he just says, well, because I'm just going to show up to my friends or I just don't want to tell you and, you know, throw a fit, <laughs> he's kind of like, you know, maybe the reasons are invalid. I want to give you validation, but I can't do that. And I want to look work to be flexible with you, but it's going to be hard for me because right. I really, I really don't, have that compassion i don't have that you know insight in me to go above what i think is 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 good unless i I have a better understanding of you and that's good for communication it's good to understand um each other and and i'm not saying all times that you will sometimes you're going to be like you know i just do and that's going to be okay but something like a wedding where it's easily you know more logistic 
or you can talk about it and you can explain or let's, you know what, let's take an actual physical count. Sometimes, you know, it's not 50 people. It's really 27. You thought it was 50. Mm-hmm. Communication is key, pretty much. Right. Well, right. So how do we communicate? You know, how? How? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's on a separate right. note, so do you think, yeah, quick question though, yeah. do you think that, especially during this time where things are so high, high uh, I guess, hypersensitive and everyone's mm-hmm. stressed, do you think a little disagreement might actually be a good thing? Like you could see them during this time of stress and you don't always want to agree, especially heading into a, a marriage, you know, as, that's what I've been told, you know, that's mm-hmm. a little disagreement, a little pushback might even be good for the marriage. So maybe during this time, find something. Boundaries are definitely something that are important. Mm -hmm. Especially when you have like two types that are like, like giver and the other person is, is more of a receiver or or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) in in a nice way, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to say taker. So, you know, but, um, so what, what, what I, what I wanted to, what I wanted to say, like it's, 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 um, it's hard to juggle sometimes. Right. It's hard to juggle it, but it's good. It's good to establish some sort of boundary and then go from there. So now is as good a time as any. You know, um, mm. after the, like the idea of flexibility, I was going into bonding. Like when you, so that leads me into my next thing. Thanks, Avery. That you know, yes. you want you want to establish that um, some boundaries because you need to bond with that person. And when you have that understanding of each other and where your boundaries are, you're much much more able to bond. And that leads yeah, us into number four, which is, which is, yeah, which is appreciation. Once you have that bonding and you know that you can work things out with that person and you could be really simple and, you know, have a simple Shabbos meal and enjoy it because you're really with that company of the other person. I know people right mm-hmm. now, they're like, they're itching because, you know, they feel like they have, you know, no one to talk to. But what I'm saying here yeah, is, that's true. you know, you don't have to be alone. You don't, you don't have to be by yourself just because you're socially distant doesn't mean that you have to be emotionally distant Ooh, and now you Nicole. can do all Let's that like, write that down yeah. i'm gonna quote you on that yeah i like that yeah but it's hard though it's hard to like you know it is it is but you know what you could get the hard work done and then you could do the fluff after okay going out mm. and having fun after you know each other and like each other that's the easy part let's cut the essay down to 100 words first and then figure out what we need you know what I'm saying? I like that. Now yeah, it's perfect yeah. so time true. to do the, the, the work and the pruning. And, and without all the stress of it, mm-hmm. without all the, without all the, you know, hype and without all the, you know, stress or pressure expectations, which yeah. everyone's trying to live on. And, you know, we don't have yeah. any anymore. There is no expectations. Nobody knows what's going on. Everybody's in the same boat. We're all equal in this, you know, this thing. And right. it's perfect time to, to, to use in order to get to the, experience of like finding that. your real soulmate that you could just be mm. like mm. now's the time you just be like yep. be well i would person. be content you know dr Schiller as a as a guy as someone who enjoys um chivalry you know i love that part of dating where we would go to restaurants and i would be able to show them Perfect. hey this is what i can do this is who i am Perfect. and we were actually discussing this a little bit um with miss d is that like uh, like we were actually, we were having a little bit of a machlokas because Miss D was saying that, um, you know, the Zoom dating, like, you know, mm-hmm. you can go on the Zoom, you know, and I was like, well, you know, from a guy's perspective, um, it's a lot more tough because like we're not the, we're not the best at communicating on the phone, sending voice right. notes. Like right. what, what's, what's a, what's something we can do about so, that? 
perfect. That was my segue. I'm like, okay, so what do we do now? Right. And, um, and I, and I know from, you know, my, also my clinical experience, like guys need a distraction. Like, you know, I can't sit there and talk for three hours. Like, how am I going to do this? <laughs> exactly. You That's know, what like, I'm saying. What's the balance? I told, I told this girl right here before I was like, I was like, Miss D, Yo. I can't voice <laughs> right. note a girl that you're going to set me up with. I can't do it. I can. You, you have only sibling, You have only so many siblings we could discuss. So, right. wait, so Doctor Schindler, what is the what is the balance then that you know for the guy and the girl? Okay, like, so I, I'm going to break it down a little bit. You know, just to make it easier. Like if you right. haven't dated before and you want to start dating, yeah. there should be some rules. You know, like let's do the phone thing. Like let's say I wouldn't start out with a FaceTime. I'd start out with like a call mm-hmm. uh, twice a week. Like limit the time to 45 minutes. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. Really, the, the truth of the matter is, is the high comes from wanting the thing. So if you're just like sitting there and you're like, oh, I'm going to speak to her. Ooh, exciting. Like you want to not just give it a limitless thing because then the mm-hmm. anticipation mm-hmm. wings. You want to give it a little bit of excitement. Right. Um, so, you know, when you would, I, my experience, I prepare like some topics or even some psychological things to ask. Like what's your favorite color and why? What's your favorite um, car? What's your favorite animal? But each of them tell you specific things. Color is how you project yourself. Mm-hmm. And when they answer it, they'll be like, oh, I like red because it's fiery. Or like, I like red because it's, you know, very bright. I do or I like yellow it's devil. It's very, very, very <laughs> soothing. Okay. Good one, good or one. Or like your animal. Fine, it's like, yeah. how do you feel about yourself? Your car is what you want to project to the world. Like, sometimes answers are very interesting. Um, mm. I, I like, like that. These, like, little things that are just interesting. And, you know, you get to find out, um, you know, about the person. And I could get into more depth with that, but I want to get into more of what you wanted to discuss. Let's say you know this girl already and, you know, you're like saying to yourself, like, I don't want to sit there Zoom dating for, for like three hours. Like, mm-hmm. what is this? Right. So what I think is, you know, what I've seen, what I've also seen people uh, in my experience do is um, virtually attend events in a different way. Like check Uber Eats or something and see what you both can order, how you both can order it. Mm-hmm. And let's get a meal together you know, on Zoom, you know, or, you know, That's if you want to make a babka, yeah, like, how do you make the best <laughs> babka? And I do that all the time. For her. Like, research it for her and show her what to do and see if she, you know, she gets the ingredients, you know. Um, I like that. That's sweet. Mm, yeah. Good, good yeah, ideas. Kind of as long as she pays the tip. <laughs> I oh want to hear gosh. how it goes. Yeah. This kind of stuff is what nourishes your soul, you know. I, like I, yes. I actually um, advised someone to, you know, they were both interested. They found that they were both interested in a certain topic and said, you know, why don't you read a book about this particular topic? You're interested in a particular writer and then talk about it afterwards. It led to like tremendous personal jokes and hours of discussions. Um, Was this during Corona or just? Uh... Yeah, during Corona, during okay. Corona. Um, also, cool. like where you would like to visit together and why. And I know mm. some people actually like took virtual trips together there and be like, oh, what do you see here in this painting or whatever the case may be? Or, um, you know, if they're both interested right. in sculpting, they, they both bought the sculpting stuff and sat there and they did it. Oh, wow. I've heard, yeah, Dr. Really Schiller, I, I've heard a lot of friends of mine who are dating, you know, a few of them. Um, they said they've tried, uh, like, watching a movie. Is that is that something, like, people should do? Yeah, could you, do? Know, is that... you know what, I know it sounds, I, I know it sounds like, you know, maybe a little lame or whatever, but the truth of the matter is you just want to feel the other person is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shared experiences. Yeah, it doesn't really cute. matter, yeah. if, you know, if they're physically there. You know, sometimes, you know, when a, when a guy is overseas in the Army and, you know, he knows his, his girl's sitting at home, mm-hmm. she's there. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't feel, 
than yeah. alone. Mm. You don't want to feel alone. And and one of the other things that I found also worked nicely, and it, I guess it dates me a little bit because uh, that's what we used to do in our day. We'd write a letter. And Aww. I can't tell you how many how beautiful <laughs> it is to like whip out that letter and you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And you just like read it a hundred times over and you can't imagine. That's so old school. I love it. It's really old school, but it's I so raw. It. Isn't it nice? Yes. It's like, but how do you, how yeah. do you convince, how do you convince, I think Avery could help me out with this, uh, with this, uh, scenario. How could you convince, I like that letter thing. Cause I'm, I, you know, aside from my, my, uh, pranksterness, I'm, I'm deep inside, <laughs> but how do you convince one of these girls, you know, like you could just write them a letter. I mean, think of one of these makeup artists from this in this town or the, you know, like what? No, like, I would, I would write like, I would convince someone to date to date them like like i would say like date me because like or i would Ooh, i would oh, start wow. out there. Mm, I, I would like i would write like a whole thing like and, and like a, what girl um, would it want that secret admirer type mm. interesting yeah. Love and it. who would you call once <laughs> once you are dating i'm a quick question dr shingler who would you put the impetus the onus on to start so, the uh, once you are dating okay so um if you ha- if you start if you didn't start dating usually i give it the guy gets to choose like two topics or two things or you know, or whatever it is, or I give it a few times and then we, we do FaceTimes after a few times of just talking on the phone. Okay. But um, it should not always be on the guy. And I think the guy after the mm. second time really asks the girl, like, what would you like? And maybe you can, you know, put some of yourself forward and, and, and um, help us out here. Right. Something that bothers a lot of guys like me, this really, really grinds my gears oh, is when true. they have no opinion. Like, Ooh, that's young. Annoying. They just came back from seminar, and they just have like no up, like. Oh, I don't want to. Whatever you say, whatever you say, and it just that's really annoying. is frustrating because have an opinion, show yourself, yeah. get, get yourself out. You know, it's, you know what you're you're really you're really really right, and it's really hard at times. But I feel like if you made a connection a little bit and you found two topics, you'll, you'll be like, you know, I would really appreciate it. I don't mind doing it at all. Right. You know, how about we look at things together and we try to do it together? Because I like to see what you would like as well. Because mm. I really want to get to know you. Oh, I like that. Just yeah, say I like it to that. Her like Is that. there anything you <laughs> yeah. can do? Because I find myself in those scenarios a lot. Like I have really strong beliefs, let's say politics wise, and I want to say it on that first or second date, but I can't. So I have to kind of play cool and stuff. I mean, is that a good strategy to have? Because, because uh, I mean, that's probably how the girl's thinking. Like she might not want to really say uh, something like that can take her out of out of the lineup. Yeah, yeah, I totally hear what you're saying, um, and it's very subjective. It depends on the maturity level and if somebody can actually hear the other sides of things. But in, in my experience, no, true. You know, it has. To, it, unfortunately, it, it, it boils down yeah. to a lot of that. But um, right. in my experience, you know, usually I would pepper it like, "How would you feel if?" Mm-hmm. And I'd say it. Ooh, how would you feel? Right, right. I think I'll be right. I'm definitely how it's said. I so mean, this way, that kind of. I'm sorry. Yeah, definitely how it's said is is definitely a big factor. I mean, and it's a, it's a shame because a lot of like a lot of those girls, you know, I think they regret not saying their real feelings, what their real thoughts are, and then they take a drastic turn when they're like twenty five, right? Really drastic. And and I like hey, I, Miss D knows I don't I don't have a problem dating an older girl, but I can imagine so many so many guys out there really going through that like whoa what's like it's an, it's, an, it's a really good point you brought like you've, you've point, you pointed out i think that could be really really big in that area uh, i totally feel that it's important for you to be able to say what you feel but sometimes in the beginning you just want to couch it a little bit nicer 
And I want you to say it in real time. Like I, I'm not I'm a very no holds barred, and I think that makes the best thing in a relationship. You know, you should be able to accept my opinion. You don't have to agree with it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, you don't like have that. to you know, judge me for it, right? So there's no acrimony and no, and you don't have to like put it in the back seat because then you wind up, you know, burying everything. And then one day, like you said, it just popped out, and you're like, where did that come from? So mm-hmm. you want to be yes. like, no, how would you feel if, or what do you say to F? And you'd be mm-hmm. like, you know. How would you feel if I, whatever, you don't have to say I in the beginning, you can wait, you know, in your relationship, but kind of throw it out there. And, you know, That's a good point. as this relationship progresses, you know, people are going to be a little bit more caring and understanding and again, compassionate about the other person's feelings and would want to hear it in real time, which is the best thing and the healthiest for the both of you. Wow. I think Avery has a last question for you, doc. Yeah. So that's a, Cool thing, uh, Dr. Schindler. Um, so just a final thought of everything that's going on, maybe a little bit of summation of what's going on with this corona and how do you think that us in the Shidduch world should, you know, move ahead going forward, you know, from your perspective. Obviously, you have a years of experience more than we do. So what do you think are some takeaways and things that we could think about moving forward? I think that it's important not to have any more preconceived notions of where you are and where you're going to go right now. I think that since, you know, Corona kind of took away all expectations of anything, like when we might be able to go outside, you should walk into it with a clear head. And if you have a ton in, or if you have people who, you know, or people I know that, that go online and there's you know, very good stuff on in there too. And, or if you know somebody or even the friends want to introduce you, I think that be open to it. Mm-hmm be open to it. You know what? Sometimes good things can happen and unexpected. Not sometimes, all the time, because it's all subjective as to what you think is good. So just don't be close to it. It could could be a bracha for you. Mm, And see how you feel. I love that. I love that. Where can our audience find you? Where on social media, website, and we, you know, every, anywhere they can get you. uh, Sure. Um, I have the light and low foods, kosherchefzone.com. I do like a, Right. plant-based diet and I also do like a kosher diet delivery and mm. Rachel Schindler at Gmail R-A-C-H-A-E-L like Rachel Schindler S-C-H-I-N-D-L-E-R mm. at Gmail okay we're gonna have to have you back on for our dieting episode yeah. but yes <laughs> yes uh, Avery and I are very into health like physical Why health you put yourself in my jurisdiction okay fine so I go light sometimes on the cheaper okay anyway <laughs> um, thank you so much thank Dr. Schindler you. for being with us so much you've really helped our audience you. thank you so much bye bye thank you bye Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey listeners, it's Misty from the Nobody Talk to Dochen podcast. And I understand that between work, school, and your shidduch responsibilities, it can be really difficult to find time to read. Well, now, thanks to Audible, you can listen to your favorite books and authors anywhere at any time. I love that I've been able to catch up on the latest audiobooks with Audible, including some audiobooks by my favorite authors, John Grisham, Colleen Hoover, and Rachel Hollis. Whether I'm in my car, at the gym, shopping for groceries, or even during bad dates, I love how convenient Audible is. Here's how you sign up for the Audible. Just click on the link in our show notes and you get a free 30-day trial along with three free audiobooks. 
Remember, the average person reads 12 books a year, so don't be average. Okay, guys, as promised, we have Ellie Weinstein here today as a special guest calling in because of COVID-19. Otherwise, you would have had him here. And Misty's going to tell us a little bit more about our first guest today. Yeah, so Ellie Weinstein is a social work therapist who has worked in a psych hospital, intense outpatient clinic, and currently work in a community clinic in Queens. He created Elevation to fill a need to help those in struggling and add extra inspiration and motivation into everyday life. He runs events, seminars, and individual coaching on topics for mental health, awareness, public speaking coaching, relationship coaching, and confidence boosting. So we're super excited to have you on today. Thanks. I'm so excited to be here. So Ellie, you. you know, our podcast, obviously, about Shadokim, we've talked about a lot of topics, including, you know, what, what should you look for in a Shadok, what type of person should you go out for, what to do when you get rejected, and mm-hmm. things like that. And today, we kind of wanted to discuss a little bit about mentally when it's time to take a break um, from Shadok dating and from dating in general, especially right. with what's going on with the quarantine uh, break and uh, we just wanted to know, like, you know, since you're a therapist, you can give us a little bit more insight of how to deal with taking a break, what to look for. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a great uh, question. I think it's really apropos to the times that we're dealing with. And I think one of the biggest signs of needing to take a break is that feeling of I've had enough. This is too tiring. This is too overwhelming. This is too stressful. I'm sure... Every one of us, you know, whoever's listening, who's in the room, who's in your own homes, um, is when you're dealing with something and it gets to the point where you're questioning every little bit and you are just not happy, right? Deep down, you just feel this something, something's wrong. So to step back and take a break from it is not a failure. It's not a, a problem. It's you reassessing and giving yourself time to recover and be better for the next round. So what are some good tools for people to use, right? So one thing I do is I do sports. I'm close with one of my rebellion. I have people check in on me. What are some other things people can do to set themselves up to realize those things? Because they're always subconsciously in the back of their mind and they don't realize it, especially in this circumstance related to taking a break. Um you made a great point in the fact that we all have to find our individual little things that help us kind of take a perspective and a, a step back from our normal routine. Like you said, things life, dating, work, family, it kind of becomes this robotic flow of life. And I think when you have things like um, working out, um, going to a therapist or hanging out with friends or, you know, journaling, art, music, like you said, playing sports or having a connection with a mentor. Um, it's very important to find what you know. And the only person that knows what can help you is you. So when you find those really helpful things that have worked for you forever, have worked for you for, you for years, it kind of do them as much as you can to kind of separate and make a little break for yourself to gain perspective that you might need. Mm. Great point. Um, how would you call, how would you say that somebody should balance their life, meaning they have a lot of time that they spend on work or projects or they spend a lot of time in their family and how would they balance dating with that? Because, you know, there's so many, so much rejection that comes with dating, so much sadness, so much like peer pressure, people getting engaged. 
what do you think the optimal time, you know, time value ratio, I would call it maybe, uh, Mm -hmm. is to spend on dating? That is a really wonderful question. I love that question. That's so great. Um, I think one of the things that, you know, I've had friends of mine um, who go all in and they are dating like 30 people, you know, in a matter of a month. I think it depends on your religious background and where you're at and what your family's expectations are and, and how on top the shadchan might be or the friends that you're connecting with that are constantly giving you more and more ideas. And I think there are some people who have huge droughts where they literally date one person over the course of six months and they don't get any other suggestions. And, um, the balance is, you know, this is the same thing when it comes to your regular life as well, even though dating is part of regular life, you need Mm -hmm. to find what works for you in your balance. You know, when I was dating back in the day, um, one of the things that I noticed for myself when I was dating too much is when I literally lost touch with the people like my friends, Mm -hmm. when I was just totally distracted by so much when I was, in school, you know, doing this, doing that, working for this organization, involved in this, doing homework and taking care of myself and, and dating. And at some point one friend texted me, he's like, dude, where you been? And I was like, right. Oh my gosh, it's That's been three crazy. months and I haven't spoken to you, you know? Um, and well. it was my wake up call to be like, you know, come on, come on. You know, dating is so important because you want to have that person, whatever that means. You want to find that person that's going to be your rock, your support, that love in your life. And that is extremely important and so powerful for your future. But at the same time, you and everything else in your life matters just as much because right. that's just as important as well. Like so that. when you're feeling this, this like, uh, like the classic thing about the, uh, you can't pour water from a smaller cup. You need to have your, your water full or whatever that, oh, that weird yeah. thing people put out there. Right. It's like, right. you have to make sure your cup is full to pour mm-hmm. and share with others. But if your cup is running on empty, then you, if your car is running on no gas, your dating world's going to fail. Your personal life's going to fail. Your family life's going to fail. Everything's going like to run on nothing. Right. It's all so about, not help it's, at all. you got to have that tank full. You're exactly. Saying taking care, you're saying taking care of yourself first is a mm-hmm. good, right. So how do you find a balance between doing that? What's like a best, the best way to find that balance? Or I'm sure there's a couple ways. Yeah. But. There are, there are many ways and something that I've been pushing a lot with my clients that I work with at the clinic and, and something, you know, I've been on a few, um, uh, Corona live things have been going around now, um, is this idea of like a coping or like a, a, a card, like a three by five card mm-hmm. that you have like this little secret formula, you know, for yourself, like, I'll be honest, I love to read and drink tea. I don't know why it's something and I feel you're like an I'm, old like, soul. Maybe I'm British. <laughs> you're an old uh, soul British, like me, yeah. Ellie. I love it. I love I, it. I prefer yeah, sponge in. cake and tea to Dunkin' D's anyway. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Sorry, Dunkin' D's. Um, <laughs> but uh, like that for me is what I know. After a long day, will give me that break from life to give me balance. Right. That nice, my favorite cup of tea with a book that I'm really into right now. Whether it's sitting on my patio or put plugging in my favorite music that I'm into right now. Those kind of mm-hmm. things for me work. For you, that might be your like worst nightmare. Like classical music, tea, and, and like mm-hmm. a book, like get me out of here. You never right. know. Right? <laughs> it's like so, this hyped up, yeah. It's it, yeah, like you got to go all out. Metal. You got to go all out. So saying find your outlet, yeah. like your personal outlet. Exactly. Right. For mm-hmm. some people, it's taking a really nice, relaxing hot shower or a bath. Right. I personally, hey, that's six me. Foot two. <laughs> I'm six foot two, over 200 pounds. I can't fit in the bathtub, so that's kind of limiting me, you know. I, I, everyone, I'm up there you know? as well, and it's uh, I have goal. a big bathtub. That's my goal. 
when I make it in vegan life, I'm gonna have a massive bathtub so I can oh, have nice. a Shaq, you know. Sha- Shaquille O'Neal is a massive bathtub. I want also President William Howard Taft him back in the 1900s. Anyway, well, Ellie, I want to that. tell How you. How do you know that? I know exactly. Hey, know hey, that. poly sci minor baby. <laughs> I wanted to t- ask you, um, Ellie, because. You know, here's here's probably one of the biggest challenges singles have, I have, I know these two here have, with taking a break. <laughs> because you literally spend, as you know, days, days and days focusing and priming yourself ready to take that break. And, you're t- and you take it. And you're on that break. And you're calm. Things are going well. You're feeling good. And then all of a sudden, bump into some yenta. She's like, oh, I have the perfect person for you. Mm. And there's so many, you know, circumstances and situations that can just, you know, just go from there. But how do you deal with that innuendo? How do you deal with these people who just, they catch you off guard? And it's like, what do you say? What do you do? That's the biggest thing about human nature is, is like one of the things that I know that I struggle with, you know, on social media is the idea of comparison. Right. So oh, yeah. of course, every, I personally feel that, you know, your example always comes up. I felt like when I was dating, whenever I took a break or I was dating someone, someone always had another idea. Yes. And when <laughs> yes. I, when, and when I wasn't, and when I was looking for some reason, no one had any ideas. Right. And it was this like give and take of, are you kidding me? I want a break right now. I'm trying to take care of myself and you're going to throw these things in my face. And of course you're looking on social media and seeing all, the guys or the girls that you might be interested in and, or people are getting engaged and getting married and you're like, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be on my break, you know, like, and you start freaking out and you start cracking and giving right. in. Um, mm-hmm. and it's about being strong because like I said earlier, it's about making sure you're taking care of yourself because dating consistently and the idea mm-hmm. of rejection constantly, um, is really tiring and can be really detrimental for your mental health. I have a, a client of mine who's a, who's a model. And she, um, we talk about this all the time with an idea. Her job is literally about acceptance and rejection of you and what you look like. Oh, wow. And I always, in my mind, when we work together, I think about dating in the Jewish world. Like you get one resume and the person is this size or which I think is just ridiculous. That's another time. Um, <laughs> or you, or you look at, or this person suggests this person and uh, by the picture on your Facebook or Instagram or whatever social media outlet, Sorry, they don't look good enough. Yeah. And it's Avery's constant rejection. Picture. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Constant rejection. And I did that myself when I was dating. Mm. Right? It is. It is. You see, I, Ellie, you bring up, think, you bring up a good think, point. Yeah. You bring up some good points. And things I wanted to talk about just in general that lead to another aspect of dating is the comparison. You know, like we start dating at 18, 19, 20. We go to certain yeshivas. The Jewish from world lives within a lot of comparison. Right. Just, in you know, generally, sadly, you know, people are judging what yeshiva you go to, how do you wear a hat, comparing you to this one, that one. Mm-hmm. Is there a way to get away from that all in, in terms of dating? You know, the whole resume system is all based off of comparison. Right. It's one of the biggest challenges, in my opinion, you know, the, of the entire uh, from community is just comparing yeah. things like that. It's so bad. It's so rampant. And I think one of the things that I have a lot of buddies of mine when we were uh, in college together and they would keep lists of girls that they were suggested. And I thought, and I told them once, it was like two or three guys that I was buddies with. And I said, what are you doing? They're like, oh, but I got so many suggestions. I'm like, don't you know that's going to kill you? Like, mm-hmm. why? I'm like, because you're dating a girl and you have seven more on your list. So of course you're going to want to 
what are those other girls like? Because the girl that you're with now, you know, you know her, but you don't know the other ones. That mystery is so exciting. So you're not going to enjoy what you're dating right now. So I think comparison is so, so bad. And, and your points are so great when it comes to like what yeshiva you went to. Right. Like I know guys that I went, I went to Shalavim. Mm-hmm. I'm very different now than I was when I was 18, 19 coming out of Shalavim. You know, right, 100%. like I wear, I, I wear jeans, like, oh my goodness. Like, how could I, <laughs> right? <laughs> a shower bin boy wearing jeans, but like, you know, like I think that's my problem. That, I think that's my problem. It's so bad. <laughs> I know. That's why, that's why, you know, that's why I, you know, it's hard. It's hard. You got to have that decision. Am I going to wear jeans now? Or am I not going to wear jeans now? What is that going to say about me? Right. You know? Which uh, is also ridiculous, but whatever. <laughs> it is. It is pretty ridiculous. Ali, what do you think about? So let's say you know it's been it's been four weeks. You're you're on this break. You're feeling good. You know you've you've controlled, and it's not easy to keep on saying no. You know, or at least mm-hmm. let people understand that you're on a break. You know, it's mm-hmm. been four weeks. You're feeling better. How do you know at that point you're ready to go back? Oh, so when it comes to you feeling that you are confident in what the purpose of the break was, whether it's you taking time to kind of get your mind straight, whether it's you just getting your balance of your lifestyle, or if it's just you saying, you know what, I want to focus on one thing right now, or, you know, I've had so much rejection. This is too much for me. But when you come to this like clarity, I remember one of my friends told me the biggest bracha that anyone can get for dating is clarity, whether it's yourself or for how you're dealing in a dating process. So when you have that clarity and you think, you know what, like you said, the month I did great. I worked hard. I said, no, I took the time I needed. It's also about making sure that first step is correct and right, where you reach out to the right person and you connect to the right person that might set you up with someone who is going to be maybe a positive, um, not that it might be the right person, but a positive experience that might not be, you know, traumatic or detrimental to make you go back into that hole and hide again. It's hard, you know, that, and I've been on those breaks before and they are, they're torturous sometimes. <laughs> they are, but, really yeah. awesome. but why do people, why do you think people look at taking breaks as such a bad thing? Like sometimes you get such a bad I think they reaction. need to be on. Right. Mm. Like, oh, you're on a break. First of all, I've gotten reactions of, oh, you're probably lying and dating someone. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. And then I've gotten the opposite of like, what's wrong with you? Right. Or like you're like, lazy. Why are you, why are you or, taking a break? Yeah. Like what's wrong with you? Right. Right, it's the conscientious people who are looking I, I down at you. And what yeah. what what line can you can we give our audience? Because a lot of a lot of our listeners are gonna our our callers, as I call them, our listeners are gonna think, um, you know, I like this. I think I want to take a break. What line can you give them just to pre- be prepared? Like when someone says, right, you know, what line? What can they say? Should they say, I'm de- I'm I'm on a break night right now. Leave me alone, you like you be honest SOB. or lie. Yeah, be honest, lie. Yeah, what can no, what can you tell them? I'll, what can they tell? I would them? totally be honest and say, mm-hmm. you know, dating is really tough, and it's had a, a you know. I think it's really important that I take some time for myself. And mm-hmm. thank you so much for your suggestion. I really appreciate it. Right. Let me get back to you and like and and make and make sure your break is a time. So if you want to give yourself three weeks, say three weeks to the person. If you're going to give yourself a month, mm-hmm. say a month. If you're going to you know make sure you have that time set up, and then at least it gives that person hope that you're not just blowing them off and saying like, you're a terrible person. Stop suggesting me people. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But it also gives you a timeline in your head, a countdown, so to speak, that you can kind of say to someone, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm not trying to blow you off right now. I'm just giving myself a month just to re reassess, reconvene, you know, reevaluate. And I'm going to come back in a month and I'm please, please put it in your calendar or I'll reach out to you in a month. 
I always said to people, if you can't find like 10 to 15 minutes of a break a day for yourself, something's really wrong. Mm, I like that. Mm. I like that. So yeah, not don't just take a break in dating. Take a take take a break for yourself every day. Wow. Well, so Elliot, yeah. I mean, we discussed a lot to, with you, and we certainly appreciate you coming on. You know, especially some things that we're all gonna you know commit ourselves to is finding some outlet to take care of after you know while we're dating something to get our mind off of it. And how long to take a break and right. things like that. And we just wanted to know what your final takeaway. You know, maybe for the shit up world. Make sure to love yourself and. Oh, yeah. Don't be so hard on yourself because, and I do truly believe this, even though I hated this saying when I was dating, um, there is someone out there. It is about making sure that you are, you are working the best that you can on yourself to love who you are. And when you love yourself and you work the best that you can, finding someone will, it will come. It's about being strong and, and holding on to what you believe in and to not give up. So just take a deep breath. And there is a future of happiness and it just might take a little more time. There might be a lot of heartache and pain and suffering, but there is happiness out there. Uh, it will you. be okay. Powerful words. Mm-hmm. And, so and where, where could our My listeners pleasure. find you on uh, any social media or anything to, you know, if they wanted to seek your help, where could they find you? Sure. So my website is elevation.org. Um, Com was taken. Sorry. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and my Instagram is elevation underscore therapist. Seriously, I say this with my fullest heart. If anyone ever needs to just ask questions about dating, reach out and talk to someone. I am very approachable. Very, I, I promise you I'll answer you honestly, bluntly, with love and care. Um, I am not someone who beats around the bush, and I will always do my best to help you when I can. Um, it is really, dating is really, ter- is really hard, and it sucks a lot of the times, but there is oh. beauty in it as well. And, um, there's a lot of positives to it. Very cool. Awesome. I love wow. that. Thank, right, you, thank you. Thank you so much for go- you coming for on. Me. Thanks for being here. And uh, we hope everyone's enjoyed Ellie's words. Yeah. So, guys, I hope you love this first part of the Taking a Break episode. See you in part two of this two-part episode. The LMNO Broadcast Network.